Do you have a book report due tomorrow morning? Do you ever find yourself at a fancy party and feel like you can't contribute to the conversation about fancy books? Is there a gunman at a local Denny's holding you up explaining that if you don't tell him the entire synopsis of War and Peace, he'll kill you? Then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to No Need to Read. Come gather around, it's story time with Nicholas Just Rally. There is no need to read with Nicholas Just Rally. If he's wrong, it's not a fault. Take everything with a side of salt. Come gather around for story time with Nicholas Just Rally. Welcome to No Need to Read with Nicholas Joe Riley, where Nicholas Joe Riley explains books so you don't have to read them. I'm Justin Wolms. I'm Xander Wells. Nicholas Joe Riley, local door-to-door salesman. <laughs> and today we continue our talk with yes. The Hobbit, part three. Yeah, so last time we left off, of course, on part one, we got through all the introduction of the characters, we got over the Misty Mountains, and we met up where we left off on last episode, which is we got through the spiders, we got to the elves, and then spent a year with them. You know what? How about they, how about they just listen to it? You know that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, it's probably less confusing. No, if you just listen to but it. But where where they left off, they were about they were about to get to their home. Yep, they got to Rivertown and, and they started heading towards Mount Prime, the home of Smaug. All right, so they're heading up the mountain, uh, and we we know that they cannot go through the front door. Correct. Because they can't go through the back door. They can't go through the back door either because Smaug's got an eye on both of those doors. <laughs> he does. He through the side door. And as soon as they go in, they're they're going to be like their ancestors and they're fucking toast. Exactly. So, they're going to go through... Well, there's a secret entrance. They're going to go through that secret entrance. How do they find that secret entrance? So, they're looking for quite some time on this mountainside. They're like, we can't find the fucking entrance. It's not around here. Mm-hmm. And then... Ooh, it's revealed, but only at night. Only at night. How with so? With direct moonlight. Okay. Wow. So you have to be out. You so you have to be outside the mountain, near the doorway, near the door, on a clear night where there's moonlight. Wow. Is, is there any and way pro- to? And probably a full moon because you're going to need a lot of moonlight. Not a lot you of are. moonlight. Mm-hmm. Is there any way to like full moon charge? So that's only like uh, by our standards, that's only once a month. Yeah. Yes. But in the Tolkienverse, that's actually once every seven months. <laughs> so they got perfect timing. They really did. Well, if they good, if they would have missed if they would have spent one more day, yeah, in <laughs> Elven prison, they, they would have really missed this by seven months. They really would have. But wait, with their original up. with their original timing, they wouldn't have made. They had a lot of leeway. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. well, what we'll say is they're probably just really lucky. Yeah, very, it's that luck. Very it's lucky. That luck. I, honestly, I never thought about that. So yeah. Um. So so, so like they the the moonlight shows the door. Is there anything they have to do to open it? Is it like a literal door. What is it like? It's what appears to be a cutout into this mountain face, like onto the side of the mountain. Mm-hmm. And, and of that, course, that only appears in the moonlight, of course. Mm-hmm. And, well, Thorn comes up and he's like, "What?" I can't open the door. There's no keyhole. It's just a solid door. And then, using his eyes, like many beings have, reads the text <laughs> that's around the door. Okay. And it tells him, a speak the secret word and you'll be allowed in. And what's the secret word, And Nick? Thorne says, give me back my fucking jewel, dickhead mountain. <laughs> <laughs> and wow. Just like that. <laughs> that's very that's very direct of tolkien he he wrote those words yeah he did wow more or less I, you know modern I, translation i mean yeah obviously you're you know paraphrasing a bit there yes but the fucking well there was you know 
Tolkien's original, then the Ken- King James version, and then the modern. <laughs> and then the Kindle version. <laughs> yeah, and the then Kindle the version. <laughs> <laughs> the international translation. Yeah. Um, you know, from British to English. So, oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so, so they get they get the door open, um, but they're not gonna fucking just walk on in there. Exactly. They got a guy for that. They got to be stealthy. So the dwarves are gonna stay up near. They're going to walk into the entrance. So they're going to be like, we're going to stay here. Get just inside. Yeah, we're going to get just inside. And then they're like, Bilbo, you got to go in there. You got to find that jewel. This is this is your time to shine. They smack him on the bottom. They give him. And they say, go on yeah, your pace. He can turn invisible, so he's fine. Exactly. Well, they don't know that. They don't know that. They just think he's he's pretty stealthy. Well, no, I'm saying he feels good about oh, it. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, got the, yeah. And plus, he's got the ring. He's got That's, yeah. all that cardio he's been doing. And <laughs> luck on his side. Nothing, nothing could possibly nothing go wrong. Nothing can stop. Nothing this can man. go wrong. Now, but here's the thing. So what goes wrong? Exactly. Tolkien, being a, a literary master, of course, <laughs> subverts expectations and things go wrong. He goes in. Everything's going fine at first. He's sneaking around, walking on the gold, because there's gold everywhere. It's a mountain filled with treasure. So there's because, a, there's a what? lot of treasure. In oh there. yeah, a lot of treasure because Smaug is a dragon, and dragons do love treasure. So he just kept hoarding it around him. Yeah, what are, what are the dragon, like, what does he look like as a dragon? Like, how does Tolkien, like, describe a dragon? Okay, so we're going to go back to human size equivalent. <laughs> <laughs> Last time we did this, we had, like, a bunch of Honda, 2007 Hyundai Sonatas. Yeah. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to mix it up a bit here. So imagine you, as a person. Correct. Getting in a version one Hummer. I follow. (laughs) So large. It's big. Now, that's pretty big, even for, you know, a person. Now, imagine about 200 of those. Oh, shit. Long. (laughs) And about 50 of them tall. So 200 is version one Hummers long, 50 tall. Yep. Wow. And now... You're thinking of that size? You got that box idea in your head. I've given you the height. I've given you the length. Yeah. Okay. Now take 10 of those together and add them up. That's the size of Smaug. Smaug is massive. He lives in the mountains. Smaug, that's true. His head is so big he can see the front entrance and the back entrance. By all all regards, that's that's (laughs) longer than most skyscrapers are tall. Exactly. He's he's a... (laughs) Very big. He's very big. Justin, this is getting a very emotional response from you. (laughs) If you're thinking... That image makes me scared. (laughs) And it should. Yeah. (laughs) Because if you think about it, dragons have really long necks and very big heads. And their tails are very long. So from tail tip to mouth tip, fully stretched out. That's how long. That's terrifying. Horrifying. Truly. So his, his size... It's probably going to be hard to miss when Bilbo goes in there. See, but Bilbo, as I as he spent so long wearing the ring with those 3D glasses on, oh, he's hard his eyesight has been gotcha. destroyed. That, honestly, that makes logical sense. <laughs> yep. And so he's walking around in here and doesn't see like all this shape in the gold. Because, I mean, the dragon gets a little, little chilly in the, in the night. The mountain gets he, a little he, cold. He keeps himself warm by getting underneath gold. Yeah, he gets himself underneath yeah. gold. So Bilbo. Okay. That makes sense. It's metal. It heats up. Yeah. Especially with the dragon. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. fire. He's walking around. And he's like, I'm so lucky. I don't even need to wear the ring right now. Oh, no. He's so good. And that, mm. to everybody listening, was his fatal mistake. 
fatal. Oh fatal. my goodness! So, so does, does, it, it all goes downhill from here. Does Smaug does does Smaug no. see him? Yes. Wow. He's walking God. around, and Smaug, sensing that there's something nearby, with because they didn't expect this. Not a lot of people know this about dragons. Dragons have what they call dragon sense, in which they can sense anything around them that is not a dragon. <laughs> okay. So wow. he sent he he is it like smell something. Yeah, smell. They have great smell. That's dragon sense. That's dragon it's sense. It's really, it's like heightened. It's like, heightened, it's heightened like how smell. Nick sees by smelling. That's right. It's true. Um, so what happens when, does he kill Bilbo right, like right away? away? No, no. So he smells Bilbo. And let's say, Smaug is old. He's an old dragon. How old are we talking? We're talking probably a few thousand years this old. Is talking all, time. This is honestly, based on the stories that Thorne was talking about, this is probably Smaug's retirement. Exactly. That makes sense. He's yeah. done. He took over he's his cat. He took over the mountain and he's like, I'm done for now. Like, I want to rest. I have my money. I'm going to be here till the day I die. It's like a home in Florida. You stay there until God yeah. takes you out of the waiting that room. That makes sense. So he's there and he sees him. But here's the thing Hobbits have just lived in the Shire for so long. They're just, they don't go anywhere. They're homebodies. They stay there so smog. He's sniffing around, and he's like, "What is that smell? That's not. I've smelled elves. I've smelled dwarves. I've smelled humans. I may have even smelled a wizard, but I don't recognize that. What is that smell?" So he is a curious type. He of course lifts out his head, sees Bilbo, and he's like, oh, "What's uh, what's going on here, pal? You're in my home." So he talks to him. Yeah, so he starts a conversation with him. He starts talking to him, which Bilbo is A, not expecting, because he does not see it with his new blurry eyes. <laughs> and just hears Does his eyes ever voice. adjust? They are adjusting right okay, now Okay, fear. So he sees, fear makes his eyes adjust. Fear makes dragon. the eyes adjust. Because he's been pretty fearless for the past bit. Yeah. Yeah. And now the fear is readjusting his eyesight. But And we know, though, Bilbo still, even though he's, he's a bit scared here, he's not going to give up. No, he's he, not. He's going to try to outwit this dragon he, he doesn't have strength on him no he doesn't have size now he may him. he may have bulked up over this journey yeah enough to beat a little malformed hobbit not <laughs> enough to beat a dragon <laughs> yeah. so 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 we know th- the conversation between smaug and bilbo is 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 one of great importance it is a conversation of extreme trepidation and and cunning so we know that the first thing that Smaug wants to know is who is this? He asks for Bilbo's name. Mm-hmm. But Bilbo is smart in this. He knows he can't give his name or he would he would then know everything about him. You know, and he would even if Bilbo got out, he would track him down. So Bilbo gives him some some titles that he makes up. Bilbo gives he's like, yeah. I have these titles. That he's been given over this adventure. Yes. That he's been given or he makes up. Like he, he makes up yeah. like these titles of like, this is who I am. What are some of these titles <laughs> that as names that he gives to Smaug? Yeah, there's a few major ones here and I'll, I'll list those. Okay, please do. Quickfoot. Because quick he's quick and is known for feet. And I see, I see you're writing that down. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. just, no, please don't mind me. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Keep, keep going. So Quickfoot. Yes. The Great Burglar. The great burglar. Wow, he's he's, he's really stating. He hasn't, he hasn't stolen anything. He yet. hasn't That's stolen anything, ballsy. but he's really stating why he's there. Yep. And then second one, or third one, after he realizes that he did just say the great burglar, the great burglar who doesn't steal from dragons <laughs> is the third one he says. 
Are there any more? Uh, yeah. Fourth, guy who loves dragons. Guy, <laughs> well, he's really backtracking here. He really is. He realized he made a huge yeah, misstep so with that second one. Quickfoot, the great burglar, the great burglar that doesn't steal from dragons. <laughs> guy who loves dragons. I think that fear is setting in just a little bit little. more. It's set well, in. now he can see him, so he knows how big he is. Yeah, this fucking monstrosity. <laughs> he is absolutely massive. Any more titles? Oh, uh, plenty of them. I'll just go over a few more. I don't want to bog down anyone. Three more. Throw three more. Out. Three more titles. All right. Guy who would like to make out with a dragon platonic. Oh, 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 oh. This is so changing. So this is Bilbo's new tactic. This is he's changing re- up yeah, the subtext. So he's, changing, he's changing it to flattery. Yeah, flattery. Yeah, yeah. flattery. He wants, well, I think he wants to kiss the dragon. Well, it's not that he necessarily he wants, to, wants to kiss Smaug. the dragon. He wants to trick Smaug. Yeah. Remember Smaug. Smaug, sorry, I slipped. There you go. All right, what are the other two titles after that? Guy who doesn't want to die if you don't want to make out with me. <laughs> and the final one? And the final one is uh, Hobbit Boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh yes, let's go over this. So, first of all, he starts out with saying uh, that he they, he's fast. Yeah. So, he's trying to tell... He's trying to tell Smog who, who he is so, without really so saying. So Quickfoot, he's fast. He's fast. Great burglar. He's and, good at stealing. And he's and he's saying, but he might. He's like, oh, did I just give too much so away? Then, yeah, he realized. Oh shit. Then the my great burglar that doesn't steal from dragons. I don't exactly. steal from dragons. Guy who likes dragons. I really like dragons. Guy who maybe wants to make out with dragons. He really <laughs> likes dragons. But also, guy that if the dragon doesn't want to make out with him, don't kill him. You know, just setting some clarity. Mm-hmm. He's there. setting some clarity. And then, some boundaries. Hobbit, then Hobbit boy. So he's Hobbit boy. So well, because if you know. All of those things have described him, except for one. So, in that he's Bilbo. a hobbit. So he's running out. He's letting him know that he's like, oh, and by the way, I'm also a hobbit. Bilbo. Yes. Bilbo, who didn't want to say his name because he didn't want him to know who he was, tells him that he's a hobbit who are isolated to one specific location in Middle Earth. Yes, but here's the thing. Smaug has never seen a hobbit before. That's true. Oh, so he doesn't know where that is. That's all in Middle Earth. Yeah, they could like, be anywhere. It's he's like, it's he's like, been in here for years. That's all you go ask decades i mean that's yeah, true but you do have to think about it smaug knows if he were to go fly out from the mountain just to go ask a question i mean that's a little embarrassing for a grand dragon a grand dragon he is he's, i mean he is a big grand he, dragon he's a big boy and that, yeah. that's actually a great point he has pride yes he has great pride yeah. in who he is the, the biggest thing about dragons that they're feared so much not only that they 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 breathe fire and they're incredibly destructive. They're nearly invincible. Nearly invincible. Nearly invincible. Which is why Bilbo gets a little scared. His tactic of flattery kind of works. Mm-hmm. How so? How so? The dragon. I mean, it hasn't had really any contact with anyone it's in first, first person years. he's talked to since exactly. he probably took the place. And yeah, the first oh, person. Oh, easily. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, when the first person you talk to in years comes at you and starts flattering you. Well, you're not going to let that go that easily. You want to keep that conversation going. Yeah. He's trying to keep that ball rolling. He wants more flattery out of Bilbo. And Bilbo, happy to give. I don't know. I'm sensing a lot of sexual tension between these There two. is. I mean, how else do you get out of situations that's, like this? That's true. You, yeah. start, you start buttering them up. Any, someone, anytime I get caught trying to steal someone out of something's house, so, I just start flattering someone, them. Someone tries to <laughs> mug you, like rob you, and like they're they're holding you up with a weapon. The first thing I do is I'm going to be like, man, you're, <laughs> your hair's looking great today. Man, that, those look like got... some strong hands that are holding that knife. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know what what your routine is, but you need to share it with me so I, I can even try to achieve how great you look. And but wow. here's the trick that works specifically on people that are really proud. And who's really proud right now of themselves? It's Smaug. Smaug. Yeah. Smaug. So so Smaug, this big dragon, like does he get friendly with Bilbo and like starts telling him about some stuff? Yeah. Yeah, he's probably going to let his tongue slip a little bit, too. Like, just like Bilbo did. What does he... Does he let anything slip up? Yeah, he lets some titles slip. He lets some titles slip? He lets some titles Yeah, he he starts telling his own titles. He starts telling his own titles. What are some of his titles? What are some of his titles? So... Some of Smaug's great titles. Let's keep it. Let's just keep it at three. Just a few. Though. Yeah, just yeah. Like handful. The Grand Invincible Dragon. Grand Invincible Dragon. Yeah. The dragon who definitely does not have an arrow currently sticking out of him. It, what? Somewhere. So, yeah, and this is the big slip up. He slips. He says it. It's out for the world now. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Explain what it is. Like, wait a minute. And that's that's exactly what Bilbo's no, thinking. Hold on, hold on before He's we like, get explain what that means. Hold on, hold on before we get there. What's the third title? The third title is Dragon Who Really Likes the Compliments from This Hobbit Girl. <laughs> <laughs> again, <laughs> again, the, the tension here is... So palpable. It's palpable. <laughs> it is palpable. He lets it slide that he's got an arrow sticking. He's invincible, but he definitely doesn't have an arrow sticking out of him right now what does that mean 100 percent. he lets it slip like that was a title that he came up for himself years ago and he just let is he's been so flattered right now he's been buttered up everything's slipping out of his hands and he lets that big secret go and then bilbo using his newly refocused fear eyes looks around and he does see Right in Smaug's side is a little arrow. There's just an arrow? Just like, a little arrow. Like, now, like, now, is it little to Bilbo? Or is oh, it little? little to the dragon. Okay, so it's probably fucking... It's, <laughs> it's pretty big. It's like a ballista. Yeah, it's, it's essentially a ballista bolt to Bilbo. So it's just sticking out of him. Yeah. Why is that important? Because he just said he was the Grand Invincible Dragon. But obviously he's not. He's, but obviously he's, he's got, not. Wow. He's got a weakness right there. Wow, so he so he sees that. Yeah, he, he sees, sees that. And he so goes... Wild. Memory locked in. His his eyes pop out of his head and go whoa whoa whoa. Yeah, they whoa. go ooga, ooga. and he's he's like that's important information right there. He goes he he's like mental journal note written. So what? How does how does Bilbo go, get out of this situation? Because he's probably going to want to tell somebody about that knowledge that he's not invincible. Yeah. He's got a weak spot. Exactly. So there's only one thing he really can do. What's that? He's got to keep trying to butter up this dragon. So he keeps while trying. letting the dwarves who are nearby know. So the dwarves are still by that doorway. Well, how is he, how is he going to let them know? He's going to start yelling and like going all grandiose about how cool this dragon is and how it totally doesn't have an arrow in its side and like going on about it, buttering up Smaug. And he's just going to keep going on, hoping that these dwarves hear this. And does that does that plan work? Do they end up coming? So they do. They end up hearing it, and they're like, oh, something must be up. So they start making their way in. <laughs> they start making their way to the cave? Making my way in. Yep. Um, Secret so, so they make their way into the cave while Bilbo <laughs> is still buttering up this dragon. Exactly. But see here, I mean, you can't stop here. You got to keep going. Yeah, you, I you know. Seem, you see, you're rubbing I'm, your temples. You seem I'm, a bit. I'm on edge. Yeah, is, is there getting more flashbacks the first time you read it? I am. I'm just truly entranced <laughs> in my memories. 
So, of course, there's one major <laughs> issue. Smaug still has dragon sense. And he can smell. Ah, he smells the dwarves. And what's something that's been in here before? Dwarves. But it hasn't been here for a while. Dwarf, you got that dwarves. sweet dwarf meat. He knows that scent. So, so he's like... Juicy dwarf meat. He's like, oh, you're not alone, are you? Little boy. <laughs> and even though the sexual tension is about to reach peak, the dwarves do ruin it. Oh, by showing up. They, so... co- they cock block that dragon. They <laughs> cock block this Thank God. <laughs> Out of Bilbo and Smaug. Wow. So B- Bilbo could probably call him Smog at that point. Oh. Yeah, I mean, he was well. Yeah, Bilbo oh. Bilbo is in the Smog gang. He's able to call him Smog. <laughs> so what happens when, the, when, when you know... What, when... what is how, how does Smog react to that? Smaug is a little, a little upset. A little upset because... You feel like he's been played. He feels been like used. he's been played. Used. Yeah. Like, does he, like a does dirty he, napkin on the side of the road. Does he stay under the mountains? No. Is he fired? Now, what, now, what's going on? Now he's a little, a little upsetty about what is currently going on. He smells dwarves. He feels like he's been lied to by this hobbit who he has nearly had sexual relations with. And he he's, has all this frustrated energy pent up. And he's like, you know what? I'm angry. So he starts... He's thrashing around. He's going to try and get out. He's going to try and cause some damage. Wow. Wow. Yeah. To the mountain? To the mountain? To the dwarves he's smelling, and to the lover that never would be. So he just starts attacking everything. Does he start attacking, or does he just start like, yeah? Does he try to? Well, he, as you know, he is very large. At this point, he's only really moved around his head because mm-hmm. he's very big. So it takes some time. He's got to get up, stretch. He's under a lot of gold. <laughs> and during this time that's happening, ooh, Bilbo's like, Plan A didn't pan out of me fucking the dragon. Plan B. So that was plan A, was he was going to seduce the dragon? Plan A, when he finally found the dragon, he was like, like there's only one thing I can do here. My swords don't work. I only have my wits to rely on, and I'm filled with raw sexual power. So what ends up happening? So what ends up happening? How do they deal with Smaug? Oh, well, now they're leaving. They're getting out. They're they're trying to leave. So Bilbo's going to run back through the entrance. The dwarves, though, really want that family duel. Really want it bad. So what does Smaug do? <laughs> Smaug's looking around. This place is big, by the way. I mean, it was a whole kingdom down wow. there. Yeah. Yeah. So he has his eyes on the doors, but he doesn't have his eyes on the basement or the floor below that floor above him. So he starts looking around. He's like, I got to find these fucking dwarves. I got to find out where my, my little hobbit boy went. We want to thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you have any suggestions on which books you would like us to cover, have any complaints, comments, or hot takes on our podcast, or if you simply want to say hi, you can find us on Twitter at no need to read pod, or you can email us at no need to read podcast at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening and back to the show. So what does he do? Does he leave the cave? Does he leave the cave? Does he leave the mountain? Yeah, he starts looking around and eventually leaves the mountain. Wow. 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 Where he, does where does he go? He probably isn't but he also we gotta remember, he probably hasn't left this in such a long time. He's leaving his home. This is a big deal. He must be extremely betrayed. Very, very much so. And he I mean he's leaving out the front door. That's his front door now. That's his home. So 
Where is he going? Is he where? So yeah, where's he flying? Dwarves, to? the dwarves, and Bilbo—they're all hanging around. They're they're going somewhere else into the kingdom under the mountain. They and Smaug is gone. Smaug is currently. So Smaug is out of the cave. Smaug is out of the cave. Let, let's let's revisit Smaug here in a moment. Okay. Once Smaug is out of the mountain, what do the dwarves and Bilbo do? Do they feel like they've won or? No, because uh, the dragon is still all around it's nearby so of course they're like well this is like temporary let's get the jewel get out okay. and then figure out what we're gonna do about oh, this dragon. okay so who finds the jewel the family jewel the what was the name of it um big ass family my jewel. big ass family jewel who big finds my big ass family jewel, jewel? finds it johannes johannes wow jo- i thought it was johannes johannes Interchangeable, Inter- with, okay, the, with the dwarven language. It's, 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 yeah, it's both are. So jo- Johannes finds the big ass family jewel. Yep. What does he? What does he do with it? Well, obviously, he's like, this is a pretty big jewel. This is this is essentially the the keys to the kingdom. Exactly. This is the sig- this is the signifier that I you are king <laughs> under the mountain. <laughs> Who the rightful heir is is apparently Thorin. Yeah, but here Eighth we have line. here we have. <laughs> Here we have Johannes picking up the picking up the, my big ass family jewel. Exactly. So wow. Thorin's like, uh, Johannes, I'm gonna need that jewel back. And Johannes goes, What if I don't give it back? Oh shit! And wow. all the other dwarves are like, Well, what if I take it instead? Wow. So it's like the greed is just kind of coming. Yeah, over. the greed is really coming but out. They're family, right? Yeah. Well, but I, even yeah, it, it, at least distant. Going back, yeah. they're all cousins. All the way to the beginning. Remember. Would you kill your family members for a house in this economy? And that greed starting to set right into them because they're like, this is a big house. Does Bilbo have a reaction? Whole to this? kingdom. Yeah. Bilbo's like, whoa, guys, maybe we just like chill out. Like, maybe, like, we just decide on this later. And they're all like, no, this needs to happen now. This is happening now. Yeah. And Bilbo's like, this is bad. So they, so they essentially, they, they start battling it out. Yeah, they start duking it out. There's some fists thrown, some swords swung, some shields battered. All right. So as as they're duking it out, <laughs> Smaug has left the building. Yeah, Smaug, Smaug has left the building. What, Smaug is what, flying. what is that? What is that crazy scoundrel up to? Yeah, how's how's he getting his rage out? That crazy scoundrel is burning the countryside. Burning the He's countryside, lighting it up. You're talking like what, the places no, near like Rivertown. Yeah, or? no. Does that include Rivertown? Uh, no. Well, he first goes to Lake Town, which <laughs> Wait, is he first, yeah. he first burns Lake Town. He burns down Lake Town. To a crisp. To a fucking crisp. Wow. Wow. Okay. So then, so what happens with with Rivertown then? Well, then once he's done with Lake Town, he's like, well, now I gotta go to Rivertown. That's the only other close town. And what happens in River? What happens when he reaches Rivertown? Starts burning it down. Starts burning it down. Does Does anyone fight back? So people are fighting. Yeah. But again, the dragon is pretty much invincible, or so they think. Yeah. Until they find they they're looking up at Smout and they see. (laughs) What's that right there they in his side? They all happen to see the thing that Bilbo saw. One guy does. So, so is, is, was it was it, Wait, so, who what, is it? Who is this guy? He's yeah, got a name. What's his, what's his name? Eagle Eye Tom. <laughs> Eagle Eye Tom. Eagle Eye Tom. <laughs> My favorite Tolkien <laughs> character. Wow. I mean, behind behind Johannes. 
Eagle Eye Tom. So Eagle Eye Tom looks up and sees. It's it's amazing that Bilbo saw it, and Tolkien had the forthright to write that Bilbo saw it, although it has no connection to Eagle Eye Tom seeing it. Exactly. So. Gosh, literary master he is eagle eye tom what is so special about eagle eye he is able to see yeah he is fucking eagle eyes man <laughs> he can see so far what does eagle eye tom do yeah what's he do eagle eye tom sees oh shit i see that big arrow up there that's a ballista bolt wait we have a ballista bolt in town we have a ballista in town and maybe just maybe there may be a ballista bolt somewhere in town that looks like that. So, so does he? What does he do? Does he go get it? Obviously. Does he, does he have the gall to go shoot a fucking dragon right now? Listen, this guy's whole town is burning around him. Everything he's ever he known. A, a very everything sexually ever frustrated long. dragon. Yeah, everything he's ever known. Everyone he's ever loved is currently burning around him. So he goes, I'm going to shoot this fucking dragon. <laughs> so he does. And since Eagle Eye Tom, he's got them eagle eyes. His aim perfect. He goes wow. to the ballista, aims at where the previous arrow hit, just in that spot, <laughs> flies up, Holy shit. pierces that dragon, does he, does he, goes in. When ha does he die? Smaug crashes. Holy shit. Oh, shit. Smaug's dead? Ooh. You're telling, hold on, you're, wait, fuck, wait. you're fucking telling me, you're telling me that these dwarves came all this way to pull off a heist and when they get there not only do they not well so far did they not pull out the heist they're not even the ones to fucking kill the dragon the, the, the dragon that stole their livelihoods their family and everything that is dwarvenhood they're not even the ones to kill him but <laughs> but but what no 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 i believe you that happened i just think it's ridiculous oh, what happens next? not fully dead he's just i said he just crashed oh he's been injured he crashed down wow what wait so okay what happens well now smaug very angry and very injured is gonna go back into the mountain oh he goes he <laughs> So you're telling me he, he he crawls all the way back to the mountain. And do they just stop attacking him the minute he crashes? Well, they're trying. But, I mean, those ballista bolts are hard to find. Especially when your whole town's burning You said down. they only had one, yeah. Yeah. So, one that they know of. And now they're looking they around. Thought, they're like, mm, Eli Tom really thought he got it. He really thought really he got it. He got it. Yeah, like, oh, it's, almost like, it's almost like he should have. Some fall and crash to the ground. <laughs> I mean, everyone starts celebrating. They start putting out the fires. They dead. start celebrating, and that dragon just gets right back up. And they're like, "Fuck, we're done." For Why? Did, so he just crawls all the way back to the mountain. He crawls. A little, he crawls he back crawls home. But then, but then a thought occurs to him. I can't show my face in front of the Hobbit again. <laughs> <laughs> He's shamed. He is. His pride is that gone. Pride shattered in an instant. God knows that would stop anything from happening. Exactly. So he starts to turn around. He's like, I can't go in. Where does he go? Where's but he I go? can't be out here. Where does he go? He start. He starts getting flustered. He's like, I don't. I don't know what decision to make. I'm here. I'm stuck. What am I to do? And that's when everybody sees. Well, Eagle Eye Tom sees because Eagle Eye Tom has perfect yeah. vision. Yeah. He sees that the wound he's inflicted, and with the dragon being now flustered, it's blood flow pumping. It bleeds out <laughs> from the wounds right there. 
dead on the ground. Really, really heartbreak. Okay. Is what heartbreak kills. is what killed Smaug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would have survived if he would have been a little calmer. Exactly. Wow. Wow, riveting. See, you, that was a that was a Tolkien. Tolkien really pulled a twist there, where he, he thought that Smaug was going to survive, and then no, he dies anyway. Yeah. So so Smaug Smaug dies of uh, of a mortal wound, but also a little bit of heartbreak. A bit of heartbreak. Um, so at this time, the dwarves are duking it out over the the big ass family jewel, jewel and the right to be king under the mountain. When they kind of notice that they do get out for a while, some punches are thrown, some wounds are acquired. When they notice that Smaug hasn't come back. It's been a while. It's been a while. Been a while. And they kind of stop. They kind of take some take a moment to just calm down and be like, wait a minute. Is Smaug gone? Are we, do we have the mountain back? And at this time, a little bird comes in and it starts tweeting at them almost like it's trying to communicate uh they they call this bird a thrush and they realize that they actually can't um can't speak this bird's language so the bird goes back and gets a raven nick please explain to me why these dwarves can understand the speech of a raven but not a thrush because as you know ravens love shiny objects and are akin to dwarves. <laughs> Whereas the thrush is more like a hobbit. But you see Bilbo, being so brave as he is now, is he's, he's not, not more like a dwarf. Acting more like a dwarf. Can't understand the thrush he anymore. He's lost all ability to communicate with, with the thrush. So, so they can listen to a raven now. Uh, the raven actually tells them that Smaug is dead. Um, and not only is Smaug is dead... That the death of Smaug has already traveled by word of mouth so quickly. It's a big deal. It's, I, mean, I mean, it's a big deal. Smaug has essentially lived under this mountain for generations. And he's like the yeah. only dragon like we've heard of. Yeah, he's he's probably one mm-hmm. of the last. Yeah, like he's centuries old. He's he's probably one of the last dragons alive. I wonder alive. you're so horny. Yeah. God, he hasn't gotten anything for so long. <laughs> but everyone now knows that the treasure under the mountain is no longer guarded Correct. by Smaug. So the raven starts telling them of how men and elves are going to start marching onto the mountain because they believe the men are the ones who killed it. Yeah. The, pe- so. the, pe- the people, the humans of Everyone of wants a bit of that gold. Everybody wants a little they bit of the it. the big-ass family jewel. spreading out. Big-ass family jewel. So... What what does Thorin do about? It? He hears that people are going to start marching on to the mountain to take his treasure. What is he going to do? He start you know he starts to panic a little bit. He's like, we only got we only got seven dwarves here and a hobbit. What are we going to do? We're so screwed. And he's like, I gotta I gotta make a family call. I'm calling. He puts out an all points bulletin APB. How does he do that? It says. I think it's I think it's pretty obvious. Yeah. Says, hey Raven, you you told us everything. Go tell them to bring all the dwarves here. We gotta defend our home. Yes! We gotta defend our home. I'm I'm really passionate about this part. He is waging war. Yeah. Yeah. He is bringing an army. He is bringing an army. Wow. Wow. 
so so we have so it's probably going to take a while it's like we are they already have elves uh and and, and elves and, are close and, by and humans, humans are close, are close by, by. They're, pro- they're probably already going to start marching door is probably not so not so close because they've all kind of moved around from mountain prime mm-hmm. um d- to other endeavors probably somewhere else in the misty mountain so it's probably going to take them a few days at least to get there um do they resolve the the big ass family jewel issue in the moment, in the heat of this moment, this big decision, realizing that war is coming, they must put aside their differences and go back to their de facto leader that they've had this whole time. That makes sense, yeah. Yep, right to Thorin. Poor, poor Johannes. Poor Johannes. I know. How does Bilbo feel about all this? Bilbo, still, at heart, even though he is lucky now, he's brave. He's stronger than he was before. Little homebody is not feeling like war really going to be his cup of tea. He's also he's already done his job. Yeah, he did his job. He's ready to take. He's probably ready to take his treasure and go home. Like yeah, it's he's not really happy about war. His job was to burglar. Just, yeah, burglar. Get in on it. a heist and maybe make some romance with the dragon. But and other he's, than that, he's done that. Yeah. Except but now romance. now they're waging war. They're waging war. So, we have the elves and the humans to worry about. Yeah, and the and the, dwar- and the and the dwarven army is a few days away. How's Thorn doing? Yeah, what's going through his head right now? Because you already said he's he's kind of like he's calling in an. He's army. already going kind of a little bit wild. He's going green. what the kids would call a little power hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to think you know about those it, kids. Yeah, yeah. Those power hungry kids. kids. He has finally done what the previous seven in his line could not. He's got back here. He's got the big-ass family jewel. The dragon is dead. And he is now king under Mountain Prime. Yeah, Mountain Prime. But there's only a few of them. And they weren't the ones that killed the dragon. Exactly. So you you got some elves and you got some humans on the doorstep. You know, the humans probably have, you know, their eagle eye, uh, eagle eye, eye Tom, Tom, Tom with them, who, you know, who just killed a dragon. That's pretty, that's some good clout. That is some pretty you know, good clout. They're going to be kind of, I mean, they're going to be stuck there for a bit before their buddies get yeah. there. So, so what happens is eagle eye Tom is, is, is the one who, who going to take the credit for killing the dragon shot, mm-hmm. shot the arrow. And they kind of all rally around Tom, Tom, eagle eye Tom says, Hey, why don't we go get some of that treasure? We, we deserve, we took out the dragon. So everyone kind of elves and, uh, and humans alike kind of rally around Tom. They actually march right up to the, to the door of, of mountain prime. They knock on it and they say, Thorin, we'd like a chunk of that change. Yeah. Them and the elves. And yeah. the elves. Yeah. Fucking elves just want everything. They they don't yeah, like the doors. Yeah. They're gonna they, take it. They don't do any work. They, they just, don't do any work. Greedy little ass. So, and Thorin's response is pretty obvious. He says, "No." <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty obvious. He says he says no, and and do they just they're like oh okay. They're like, at first they're like, oh, okay. And then they all realize, wait, we got armies here. Yeah, so they can just kind of wait it out. Yeah, they're like, we'll just wait outside, bro. Yeah. You're gonna, you got to get food eventually. Does, does, does Bilbo have anything he wants? I mean, like, in this situation, is he sticking with the dwarves? or? Yeah. It's not his fight now. His contract's up. That's true. And Bilbo is thinking, maybe I should just dip. Just get out of here. True. I've done my job. I just want to leave. But then the realization hits him. 
if all the dwarves are dead, he can't get paid. He can't. Yeah, he can't, can't get, get paid. paid. He probably can't, can't get back home. Either. Exactly. That was his dilemma last time. Yeah. 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 So, so his ultimate, he's got to make sure that this doesn't escalate to war. Yes. So he kind of crafts this masterful plan. What is that plan? It's to go out, and he's like, "All right, let's get all the leaders and meet them together." So you're talking like Eagle Eye Tom, Eagle Eye Tom, and, um, Blonde Didi, Blonde Didi, Blonde Didi, Blonde Didi, and Thorin. Thorin, you get to- Thorin too. Mm-hmm. This Thor and Thorin has the uh, big ass family jewel at this point. He does have the big ass family jewel. Okay. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so he's going to get them all together, and what's going to happen? He brings him out, and he's like, "Let's have." some peace talks because obviously he's like i i don't want war i'm not a war kind of guy let's just sit down have a little chat and of course uh, peace talks immediately devolve they're like no we have our armies here we want some of that money and thorin's like i'm not gonna give away any money I don't care. This is my ancestral home. And and of course, right at that moment, they have an army, and then all of a sudden, this is, this is a couple of days after. Yeah, that dwar- that dwarven army eventually shows up. Is yeah. probably showing up around yeah. this time. And that's and you know the dwarves are prepped for war. Yeah, the dwarves. You said they're a hardy people. They're a hardy you can, people. You, you get those guys hyped up. They can't just stop. You nope, know? they can't. They just they just come over that's the wild. wall. They are hyped up. Ready to go. They come over the hills and like we're here. Thorin sees that and he's like, No, no more peace talks. We're going to war. Yeah, we're yep. ready. We're, we're ready going out. out. So and does Bilbo try to talk any sense into Thorin or Bilbo's anything? like, please, bro, just give them some gold and help. I'm I'm sure he's not. And no Thorin's like, No, I won't. This is my <laughs> money and I'm keeping it now. <laughs> so wow. of course, it's about to go down. It's yeah. about to go down. Only someone could talk some sense into yeah, it. Yeah, and as soon as that happens, mm-hmm. the sky becomes gray. Like, clouds start rolling in. And then one of these people who's at the peace talks, as, as you know, yes. suddenly throws off their cloak, and boom, bam, who is it? It's Gandalf. It's yeah. fucking Gandalf. He's, he's there. Gandalf where is there. he? Where has he been this whole the, time? He's there the whole time. Yeah. He's there he's the whole with time. With them? The, he, since, since Rivertown? He, well, he, went, he hasn't been with them, but he's been there in the background, <laughs> in the picture. And so he's like, whoa, whoa. I know you guys, are, you don't like each other. Mm-mm. You're obsessed about gold. Very. But I'm telling you right now, you see those dark clouds? I've been away. So he actually has been. He hasn't been there the whole time. Yeah. yeah I've been away. And remember all those those orcs that we pushed the two away? Groups two, yep, groups two groups of orcs? Two groups of orcs. They were really mad about what I did. Very pissed. They're so upset that, in fact, they're, they've gathered all the they were, orcs. They were so pissed yep. off about that Una they, reverse they, card. They, they, they've gathered the orcs. They've gathered goblins. Mm-hmm. They've gathered everyone. And they are now marching onto us. So how about we all put our forces together and we attack them? So we are now... In the final, final bit of this book, what's it called, Nick? This is the battle of five, count them, five armies. <laughs> what What are those five and armies? Please, please list the five armies for so us. So we, of course, got the humans led by Eagle Eye Tom. Eagle Eye Tom. Tom. We got the elves mm. by Blondedee. Blondedee. We got the dwarves. Dwarves. Led by Thorin. Thorin. And then we got the orcs. Led by... 
Orceus Magnus. <laughs> the Orc King, Orceus Magnus. Magnus, and the final army. Goblins. Goblin. Now, what's a goblin? Yeah. Now we haven't seen goblins yet. It's true. Yeah. So we're gonna go back to human-centered sizing. <laughs> How about we keep it short this time? All right. When go, I need you all to rewind, go back to when I described orcs, make them a little bit shorter, a little less meat on their bones, a little bit quicker. That's a goblin. Great. Love it. Yeah. Who leads them? Goblinius Maximus, Lord and first of his name. <laughs> All right. Great. So we're in the we're in the thick of we're right in the battle of five armies. Yeah. So Nick. This is all you meant. Please give us the best description of this. Yeah, battle. how does Tolkien describe this battle? This is this is an epic. As much detail as you can. It's Sorry. mighty. It's impressive. It's truly a thunderous occasion. You watch on the field as these armies heading towards each other. Sides now united. Two fronts against each other. Orcs and goblins versus dwarves, humans. Elves and a single wizard <laughs> fighting. They're about to clash. Bilbo, unfortunately, has been dragged along by Gandalf because he's very strong and big and is holding him with one arm <laughs> and goes, Bilbo, you have to fight with us. This is the, for the sake of Middle Earth. This is for the sake of all good races. And you know what Bilbo says? Bilbo says, you know what? I've been hiding with my ring for two damn long and he runs he runs right out there and you know what he does what he runs out sting in hand sprinting he's with the front wow, line what a chad i know <laughs> he's really changed this is a guy who is exactly different. exactly different. this is this is his journey his change and then a single goblin picks up a rock and hits him directly in the head <laughs> Knocks him out fucking cold. Doesn't know what's going on. Wow. He wakes up. The battle's over. So we so we don't get the perspective. Oh, hold on, hold on, okay. Yeah. So we don't. So well, this is story has been about Bilbo. It's all been through. We didn't know what Gandalf what? was are you doing. Say, are you saying Tolkien cucks us? When has he not? Oh, have you not seen this whole story? He's been cucking you the whole time. This is the final cuckening. <laughs> You're being cucked finally. He cucked you with the dragon. Just like Smaug got cucked. Exactly. Wow. And the rear gets cucked now. Wow. This is immersive. Exactly. Holy shit. You've been cucked from the beginning. Oh my god. Holy fuck. Oh my god. The Hobbit. A story of cuckening. Well, so I guess I guess the battle passes. Not much eventful thing. So Bil yeah, what is... Bilbo does eventually wake up what does he see from the aftermath of the battle yeah, what, Tell us what are some of the you know what some of the things he sees some of the things he sees the goblins and orcs lost gone they're dead completely decimated wow. destroyed he also sees that thorin and blondididi have now forged by the fires of war Shaking hands. What about what about Eagle Eye Tom? <laughs> oh, Eagle Eye Tom is also waiting there for his handshake. He just they haven't gotten to him. Oh, so yet. he literally wakes and sees this happening. Yeah, he wakes up. And so sees does, does any has anyone died? Anyone? Unfortunately, Johannes is dead. Johannes. 
Johannes dies? Johannes dies. Is that the only casualty? That's what he gets for his greed. I mean, he's trying to take the big-ass family jewel. At least least Thorin lives, you know? Thorin lives. Mm -hmm. So, so did they they defeat all the the goblins? They said they're all dead, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. They're all dead. And the elves and them, they're all just chill now. It's a little tumultuous. They're, They're... trying to they're, so they're trying sh- to they're discuss shaking, it out they're shaking they're shaking hands so they've yep. agreed on something what is that agreement oh bilbo's about to ask when <laughs> when at one of the goblins laying on the ground final breath same as before rocking hand <laughs> domes thor and oak and shield what so what? Wait, you're telling huh, you're telling me repeat that one more time domes thor and oak and shield <laughs> Domes him. He, what does doming? Oh, he got mean? hit in the head with a rock. <laughs> so Thorin what happens gets, to Thorin? Thorin just gets hit in the head with a rock. What does he go unconscious? What happens? He does. He also goes unconscious. <laughs> well, it's not that bad, that, right? Yeah, it's not that. I mean, it is a little more of a cuck, but not as big of a cuck. Yeah, not as big of a cuck. So he just goes unconscious. Just goes unconscious. Does he wake yeah. back up? Well, there's the thing. <laughs> Turns out that he's unconscious forever. <laughs> he, goes, he goes comatose. Yeah, he goes into uh, a coma. Or? I'd say that's a he would be if he was still breathing. So he's so he's dead. <laughs> Why didn't Tolkien just say he was dead then? He wanted to keep you on edge. What? <laughs> he wanted to make you think he was alive for so long. This went on. I'm shortening wow. this. This went on for 42 pages. <laughs> the whole battle just to fucking get domed to get domed Domed. by this one fucking orc wow so so johannes Johannes dies and then thorin dies thorin Thorin dies dies. post battle jesus christ so so that leaves up in the air king under the mountain yeah Yeah. who becomes the king who's king under the mountain which one as you know Torin. Torin becomes. Torin wow. is like I will take up the mantle. Man, so good character. And everyone's a, and so obviously Torin is a much more kinder dwarf. He is not taken by greed that Thorin was. So he actually does agree to give some money away. He's like, we really don't need that much treasure. Yeah, correct. To Blondity and Eagle Eyes. He gives a little bit. Out. Gives a little bit of Blondity. He the, the the towns surrounding, particularly River Town. Lake Town is out of the question. Can't Lake Town's that. fucking gone. <clears throat> Can't rebuild that. But he's like, we'll give some money. You can rebuild River Town better than it and was. And you know, when you be- rebuild River Town in honor of the forgotten and destroyed Lake Town, oh. you should rename <laughs> River Town Lake Town Two. <laughs> Lake Lake Town Two. Wow, well, electric. Uh, how, how does how does how, Bilbo feel? About, feel? Especially seeing Thorin die. He just he just witnessed Thorin die. Bilbo is. I mean, decimated. He's been traveling with Thorin for quite some time now. He's so distraught and sad. I think it's a big pile of gold in his hands. And he's like, well, honor his memory. (laughs) I'm dipping. He's like, I've seen too much. I've been through war now. I'm done. Well, honestly, the rock that hit him in the head kind of reset him back to the homebody he was. 
<laughs> he's now like, I just want to go home. Well, wow. all that character development gone. Rock gone in an dead. instant with a rock. That's perfect, Nick. So as things kind of wrap up, treaties are made, gold's handed out. Yep. We, of course, know that this story does have a secondary title. It's The Hobbit, but it's The Hobbit. There and back again. There and yeah. back again. So please tell us with he's come there. Mm-hmm. He's got to go back again. How does this story end? With him heading back home. He's going home. None of the trials or tribulations he made on the way back, he goes by himself? Yep. <laughs> wow. Wow, and so like, does it end on him heading home, or does he get home? So he, he gets home, and that's when he sees his extended family. He hasn't been home in quite some time. Years. Years They were in point. that jail for one year alone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They probably thought he was dead. And they're, they're fucking trying to take his home from him. But he's got gold now. He's got gold. He's got money. He's but, stacked. What does he do? And, he, and he's beefier now. Yeah. He's beefier. Yeah. yeah. He's walked he, there he literally, back again. He went to war. He almost fucked the dragon. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he approaches and with such a menacing aura of somebody who's been there and is now back again. <laughs> he looks at them and goes, you guys got to stop. This is my home. You're not allowed to do this. But I'll give a little bit of my wealth too in honor of the king, the new king under the mountain, Torin. Under the mountain prime, sorry. Yeah. Under, under mountain, mountain prime. Under mountain prime. Torin. Under mountain prime. He shares some of his wealth so that he can get his home. Wow. That's great. Yeah. What? And, and of course, he still has that ring. That ring. That, that old ring. ring. And as we know, that will come back. In episode nine oh two, we cover the Cimmerillion. discuss the Cimmerillion. <laughs> so Nick, I mean, this has been a this has been a saga. This has been a journey. I know it's been emotional for us. It's been emotional for you. Um, it's been hard. What's I mean? Obviously, we've covered a lot of ground here. What's the message of the story? What's the theme? What's Tolkien trying to tell us? Tolkien is trying to tell us that no matter how hard it gets, no matter what the odds are, no matter how stacked the world seems against you. You just got to keep moving forward towards your goals. You got to go there. No matter how hard you get cucked. No matter how hard you get cucked. No matter how many dragons you can't fuck. You got to go there. And you know what? At the end, you get what you desire and you finally get it. You finally get what's at the top of the mountain. Or in this case, in the bottom of it. And then you got to go <laughs> back. This me strangely emotional. <laughs> you got to go back. You got to just wow. go back. Wow. <laughs> okay, but like, that was wow, beautiful. it's beautiful. That's beautiful. This is amazing. I'm glad you know so much about Tolkien. I feel like I've had my eyes open. I'm so glad I so could help you. So how do you feel like, I mean, obviously you're familiar with all of Tolkien's work. Like, how do you, if you had to rate this book. How would you rate and it? Out of any scaling system or anything. Any scaling. How would you, how, what would you grade this? I, I would grade this. This Honestly, what I personally, and you know, I don't speak for everybody out there, but I think I speak for a large majority of people that it is truly a masterpiece. It is a masterclass in literature yeah. here. I rate it five cucked dragons out of five. Five cucked dragons out of five. Wow. Wow. I'd Amazing. agree. I'd agree with that review. I, I think, I don't think anyone would disagree. I with mean, that you review. can't. I mean, I no one knows can. Tolkien like Nick. Do, do you have a favorite moment in the book that. I think definitely my favorite moment had to have been that we've covered. Oh yeah, when um, you know the absolute sexual tension 
between <laughs> Bilbo sexual tension. and Smaug. No one does it better than Bilbo when it comes to romancing dragons. Yeah, it's so, wild. Th- this book was truly the blueprint for so much. Uh, heist movies and other heist books um amazing i mean it's it's really its legacy really speaks for itself it really does the effect it's had on pop culture bestial romance yeah be sure it was the prime leader really um um justin what was your what was your favorite part about learning about this my jeez, i learned so much during this time my my favorite part is probably it, it it's 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 probably when thorin just gets fucking domed <laughs> I think it's, I think it's, I think it's, well, I really think it really, it pulls you in and gives you hope and then really just crushes it. Well, yeah. And, uh, it's the brutality and randomness of war too, you know, like it just, it's all of a sudden, you know, someone should be gone. It's Tolkien talking about the trenches again. It was deep. You know, my favorite was the Una reverse card because like that again. Oh, who, who would, that's just classic. It it really is just classic. It's just, I mean, that's again, Gandalf's only spell he uses in the entire, entire thing. entire book you know all right well thank you so much for joining us this has been the third and final part of the hobbit thank you so much for sticking with us please join us next time when we talk about war and peace